War Room Hockey Podcast, episode 48, bringing you content in an interesting time. So what's new since we last talked in the last week? We were talking about playoff uh, playoff matchups and playoff progress in some of the junior circuits and everything. Any, is anything new? Oh, I, I don't know. Well, from the sound of it, um, and this is just off the top of my head, I don't even know if it's confirmed, but BCHL playoffs are canceled. Yep. ECHL season canceled, yep. NHL season suspended, hockey and sports across the world suspended or canceled altogether. Yeah. So, so it, it'll be interesting to uh, to talk about this this week. But uh, settle in. Uh, before you do, though, make sure you subscribe, you rate and review, uh, you follow and like on the necessary uh, social media platforms. And uh, enjoy episode 48 of War Room, the Hockey Podcast, and we'll be right back with you. episode 48 coronavirus uh that seems to be the the title and the the thread and the trend um the last big the last big headline before things were suspended was that um brennan lemieux from the rangers is suspended for a to be determined amount of time for his hit on Jonas donskoy um, in the in what was one of the final games before the season was suspended well that just that yeah i sorry to interrupt but that that suspension made me start questioning a lot of things how does that suspension get served is it when play resumes if play resumes I would is it next I would season ass- i would assume so because it because the suspension length is still to be determined so it's so they're ba- basically from what it looks like is they're deeming the suspension based off of playable games right and right now there are no playable games so it's to be determined I'm, i would assume for when play resumes and whether that's this year or it's next year that whenever play officially begins again is when we'll finally get a, a number on his suspension and then he will serve that but the the uncharted territory here is from uh, as we talked about earlier it's from it goes from Gary Bettman down to your local Pee Wee House team. Nobody knows how to handle this, but it brings the question, you know, not only, I think Brendan Lemieux is the only pending suspension. It begs the question, what happens to guys expiring contracts? Mostly, what if you had a, what if you have a 30 goal bonus and you're on 28 when the season is called off and regular season is not coming back? I, there's everything we're talking about here is speculation, but the one thing I'm be perfectly comfortable saying is that the regular season's not coming back. If play resumes at any point, wouldn't you agree that they're probably, they're probably go right into some sort of a hybrid f- playoff format? Mm-hmm. Most likely. Yep. Well, and the, and the, and speaking on that, the proposed, the proposed format is a 24 team playoff and, the top four teams in each conference. So right now that would be St. Louis, Colorado, Edmonton, and Vegas, I believe, in the West. And it would be Pittsburgh, Washington, 
Tampa and uh, Boston Boston in the East. Right. And those eight teams right there would get a buy, a first round buy. And the remaining 12, the remaining 16 teams, eight in each conference, eight in each, eight in each conference would then have a best of three buy in where like, so an article I read from Sportsnet would depict, predicted that if it started now, Nashville would play Minnesota, Dallas would play Chicago, right? Being two examples. And then the winners of those best of three in, go and join Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, and Edmonton in the playoffs. Right. As one of the now eight Western Conference teams in the so playoffs. So play from eight down to four, so, add them to the four buys, and then you've got yeah. your eight in each So conference. if Dallas beat Chicago and Nashville beat Minnesota, then those two teams would now it would be now six teams right and they would be in the in the western conference playoffs and same type of format in the east so that means that for the first time in history the maple leafs could be uh, eliminated from the playoffs by a non-playoff team right 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 so there's a new low for you right well and and but that brings up the good and bad of that format like I am 100% on board with upholding the integrity of your sport and finding a way to award the Stanley Cup. It's what you play for. You played you played all year for it and everything like that. I am on board with that. The the bad part about it is and this is this and this is where I ch- I've changed my tune on just a little bit because I assumed on a 2014 playoff that Teams that were out of the playoffs when this season was suspended could would be playing out of the gate, uh, Colorado, St. Louis, Tampa, and now you run the risk of a team that's worked so hard to be 90-plus points in the standings and a guaranteed playoff spot, guaranteed cup contender, now can get eliminated. You lose by, two games and you're done. Now you lose two games to a Chicago right. and you're done. Right. I didn't like that, but what I— where my misunderstanding came from was exactly there because now I know that it, that they wouldn't do that. They're the still top, out. That they're still out, but the top four teams in the conference w- wouldn't be touched. So in that reg- right in that regard, I guess it's it's okay. Where my issue still comes though is in general. If you're out of the playoffs, you're out of the playoffs. And where the fairness comes in to me is it is what it is. You, you just have to unfortunately treat it like it's a, a shortened CBA season where it just is what it is. Yeah. And peop- so, because here's the deal. People are going to people are going to be up in arms no matter what. Oh, yeah. There's- because because they're going to be up in arms like on the context of what I just said, where if your team if your team is Boston or Colorado and they go up against a Montreal or a Chicago and Montreal and Chicago win and now Boston and Colorado are eliminated and done now you're up in arms because wait a minute they were out of the playoffs they weren't in the playoff in the playoffs the teams they eliminated were not only cup contenders but competing for top spot in the entire league what does this do? So you're going to be up in arms that way, but you're also going to be up in arms in the way where if you just say, 
if you're in the playoffs at the time of suspension, that's who's in the playoffs. Right. Then you get teams like Wait a second. We're one. We're like one Chicago, point out, and we don't like get a Minnesota, chance. Right. like Vancouver, like these teams that are one or two points from a wild card spot with 12 game 12 games to play right. going wait a minute where's our chance to f- to earn our way in so what you're saying so is it, exactly half of the hockey world is going to hate it and the other half is going to love it yeah okay and so in <clears throat> my answer to this is if you're going to get backlash either way do it in the truly fair way which is if you were in the playoffs comes a suspension of the season that's who's in the playoffs. It you've played and earned to that point. You just have to come at it with the gla- glasses of this is where the season ended. Well, so a, now we're now we're going to the playoffs just as if this regular season ended. So this is the playoff teams. Similar to what happens in baseball if there's a rain out after the bottom of the fifth. Yep. Okay, we were yeah it was it was the eighth inning and we were only down a run, but we have a loss now. Well, you should have been ahead then when the rain started. I don't know. Yep, no, so. You can argue it either way. And and then you, you have to uh, come to terms with, are you better with a very controversial, and no matter, like we said, no matter what they decide to do, if there is resumption of play, and if there is a playoff format, it won't be normal, most likely. If so, you're going to have a bunch of people angry about it, are you better off without it at all? Or are you better off with a very controversial format or like whether the format is if you're in, you're in, or if you're not in, you get a chance to play your way in, in that three game playoff. Either one of those is going to have controversy. Like you just explained, if that's the case, is the league better off just to cut it loose until next fall? Because the controversy will come where again, two sides to it. A chance to play in, which is what the buy-in is, would be for, which technically 12 games remaining in the regular season, teams like Nashville and Chicago would use that for a chance to buy their way in. Right. So is a best-of-three series for these the best solution for a buy-in with what, you, what, with what you're being presented? Yeah. If that's the case, then okay. So long as, so long as they don't eliminate a... Colorado, Boston, Tampa, St. Louis to do so. Well, well, the top four teams are exempt from that that's, under the that's, r- under the rumored system. That's my, that's what I mean. But my point being is that so long as they don't do, so long as that's yeah, exactly. not what happens, exactly. So I guess in that regard, it's okay if that's the solution you're trying to be with as with as much integrity as possible. The where I come in though is to me, your if that's your solution and your solution isn't to just say as simplistic as it may be that that um if you're in the playoffs comes sus- season suspension you're in the playoffs <laughs> and the rest is just I'm sorry but your season's over if you're not going to do it that way which I'm sorry but that should be the way it's done then my my guess is and my choice of a solution would be just cancel the season now what it we can play the what if game all we want but if the ECHL's decision, the AHL's decision, because the AHL came out and said that their season's done and because there's not going to be a solution to this before the end of May. The money is altogether different. 
Right, but the point being that if they're all in this together as a unified thing of this is bigger than a game, then does that mean that it comes a time where the NHL just cancels? And yep. Batman did say that there's a that there is a date, undisclosed date that that he will not reveal, but there is a date and a deadline where if they reach it, they'll just cancel. Right, and that's what I was going to say. I, who knows when that is, but there's a point at which you can't condense any more regular season play into the last into a you know you can't play 12 games in a week and a half so either going to eliminate and it will all depend on the calendar eliminate the regular season probably an automatic playoff format depends on whether play is resumed in 2 weeks or 6 weeks if at all well big a big that, one too with it is the ripple effect that it has on things. Right. Because if you if you leave this and you because they've gone around and started asking for arena availabilities into the summer, right? right? If you do this and the season resumes in July, whether whether it's the remainder of the regular season or just the playoffs, either way, the season rem- resumes in July, you're looking at an August finish. The PA is not going to do that, that. And then at that point, you're now looking at if you want to keep things in line, you're looking at two or three days off before you're right back in the gym getting ready for training camp and everything again for the next season. So you you can't do that. I wouldn't imagine nope. the PA goes for it. But here's he, a- I don't imagine people doing that. So the ripple effect would be, if that's the case, do they then push back the start of the next season and do you go in with the with the assumption that the that the 2021 hockey season is going to be a shortened season as well yeah all just to get caught up right and then after the 2021 season now we can go into a regular off season so the 21 22 (laughs) season is now an 82 game normal season the the point is the ripple effect of it is that for fans for players for everybody money contracts cap you know this and that there's a lot of things that come into play oh my gosh. of what happens if it, one it gets canceled two the controversy of having a, a Chicago or Nashville who aren't in a playoff spot earning their way into a, the Stanley Cup because of this buy-in and shortened seasons and well you can't even say this and doing this or that so it just without without playoffs without the end of the regular season how do you position the lottery odds? Yeah. Who gets who gets to be positioned where? If you're not in the playoffs, if the I mean, then this is all completely unknown. It's this is rhetorical. Playoff or lottery odds are going to be something they're going to have to manufacture a determination for that. The salary cap is going to be affected. They were projecting it to go up between four and seven million dollars higher than what it is now. It might go down ten million, yep. losing playoff money. I mean, playoff revenue is huge. Playoff revenue across uh, all the streams, concessions and and apparel and everything. So, what happens to the cap? What happens to bonuses? What happens to the lottery positioning? Uh, what happens to contracts? I mean, you're looking at comparables now. If you go into, if you're an RFA or you're going to to arbitration, where do you draw comparables on a on a season that's only 67 or 68 games. Yep. Like well, it loses things of, loses its integrity as a result. Now the lottery system is already 
lacks credibility with how that's yeah, being done. But it that. loses it even more because now, because now what what and again speculation. But now what do you do? Does every team kind of like the 0405 Sidney Crosby draft? Is right. every team now able to be in in the draft lottery to no. where now to where now Boston could get Lafreniere type of thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it well, become it creates a situation that is now lacks credibility as well as creates a lot of questions and concerns over cap and over revenue and over different things like that. The, the, the good news is most of these decisions are business decisions. And as much as I, we talked on the last show in, as a part of my great journey of self-discovery here and my introspective nature, I want to give Bettman props for being a good businessman, knowing how to represent the owners properly so as far as the business decisions are concerned, I, I have full confidence in, in Bettman and his staff to do what's right for the business interest of the league. The Players Association gives that a good balance because now the Players Association is strongly represented. They've got representation based on the players' safety, their time off, their travel schedules, their health concerns, everything else is, is all blended in together. So I'm Let's let's be confident that general nitpicking and bitching aside, good decisions are going to be reached. I and I'm not I'm not one to jump uh, onto anybody's bandwagon, and I'm not really here. I'm just saying, put yourself in this situation. Most of us can't figure out if we're going to work the next day or not, if we're going to be open or closed, if we're going to buy groceries or not. We don't know what's happening with our retirement fund. How how would we possibly, all of us who love to batter and, and bash, how would we possibly start, start sorting this all out? Impossible. So I would encourage everybody to, to follow my lead, you know, the, the moral high ground that I always try to stake out. And whatever they decide to do between resuming the regular season, canceling everything altogether, a hybrid playoff format, let them make their own decisions. Don't don't concern yourself with it and don't try to fix it. You can't. And we're no smarter than those guys. So they'll get it. They'll well, get it as right as it can be gotten. Yeah. Business is business and, and everything. But my question would be what at what point does business go out the window and you start to do things for for the fans and for this or that. Well, that's the balance do, of do, it. Do you do you accept good. do you accept that okay, I'm we're taking a hit, we're gonna lose money here? But we're a billion-dollar business, and as much of a, a of a hit as it'll be, let's do what we can to keep the integrity of things for the people, for for the game, for whatever. Like, right. you know me, I'm a wrestling fan, <laughs> but now this is now the second week in a row that wrestling has gone from a two twenty thousand people for their weekly show to where now they for Raw and SmackDown they've put two shows now with no fans in in their performance center which if you know anything about wrestling that's where they train and where they develop and where they do things in their performance center that would normally if they had fans seat about 200 people and they do it no fans limited crew no fans but they still put on a show for the for the people for this or that right wrestlemania is canceled wrestlemania is moved from a 100,000 seat football stadium 100,000 fans they're now doing it in the performance center with zero people 
but they're still doing WrestleMania. So my point, my point being, at what point do you go, you know what, salvage whatever money we can for business wise, but we realize we're going to take a hit. Let's for the people, for the integrity of things, let's put on a show here as best as we can, knowing very well that the talent's still going to come out to that ring and, and show the passion for, for wrestling and for what they do. We know the players are going to come out and compete, whether there's fans in the arena or not, whether there's anything like that. Yeah. Let's see. Do what we let's do what we need to do. I think that I think they had I think they had a way to solve this before there was ever an ACC season suspension, and just start doing no fans. It sucks. You lose the atmosphere. You lose this and that. But let's be real yes. here. At what point do you? At what? Because now look at the ripple effect. So now do you keep the season going? And lose the revenue of, of ticket sales and fans for the for the time being, and still keep the integrity of things by completing the season, finding your playoff teams, pushing to the cup, and get it sorted out in the off season and come back with fans fresh and new in twenty twenty one. Or do you, do you now suspend things and run the risk of a delayed start next year, shortened season next year, cap this, revenue that? And what about what if they did resume? What would they do about toilet paper? <laughs> like, what do you do then? Do you ration? Do you give everybody a free roll when they come to the rink? Or do you have them bring their own? Do you charge 40 bucks to use the, the stall? Like, how do, you, how do you solve that deal? Because all the Walmart hoarders have got that market turned upside down. That's, don't get Anyhow. me started on that <laughs> one. <That's... laughs> well, we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, tune in next week. We'll we'll hash through all the all the possibilities again, and you never know. Day by day, things get muddier. It's soon, every day is going to bring a little more clarity. Yeah, it's a day by day thing, and I'm not going to predict one way or the other. Nope. And I know it's, I know that it's different money and it's different things. But I I look at the trends if I'm going to at least make a prediction. I, I I know it's different in a lot of ways, but. I look at the trends of things and I look at the cancel, the complete cancellation of things at the NCAA level, at the junior level, at the ECHL level, at the AHL level. And again, not to completely make a prediction, just to maybe be wrong, but I look at it and I go, mm, NHL's next. Yeah. I, I, I just, it can't, don't be shocked. Don't anybody be shocked if that happens. It's, it's a point where you've got to cut losses and and start to regroup for next season. Make sure everybody's healthy and make sure everything is is uh, on track to get a, a good start next fall. Who knows? I mean, I, it would be great if there's some salvage in it, but cancel it, cancel it and and use the this ec- now extra time in the off season to figure out what how you're going to resolve some of the now question marks regarding draft lottery, regarding the cap regarding certain contracts for players and how you how you're going to resolve it do you do you this is going to be overly simplistic i'm not a contracts money expert but do you put some sort of clause in going into next year that there's a grace period for x amount of time that that this contract is not you know expired or that you know things like that that's overly simplistic but think use this time to maybe use this time to find some solutions to the impending issues and questions that are now going to be a result because you know it's going to be because if the cap goes down if the cap goes down not up or stays but it goes down 
that's going to be a big one too, that now you've got guys that it, this past year signed big offseason contracts for six, eight, eleven million dollars that teams are now going to be hamstrung. What am I going to do with my roster? Because now it's gone down five or ten million, and now what kind of room do I have? So maybe cancel because it looks like it might be heading that way anyway, and use this time to at least find some makeshift solutions for some of these impending issues. There's no, there is a really, really long list. Because that's not a prediction. That's a, that's a, it's a fact that the, that these are issues that are either already coming up or will come up. So, and it's not a prediction. That's a fact. Yep. There were, there were what 180 games left in the regular season amongst yeah. and a, a couple of hundred million dollars left on the table from the playoffs so you're talking about the lion's share of a billion dollars that we're like what are advertisers buying right now mm-hmm. am i giving back their money what about the rink employees what about the the local advertisers the people are buying suites what about the people that have season tickets what about all of the, what about the people that bought a season package on on the NHL network? What are they like? There is just an endless list of things. The the economic fallout, and you know me, I always go right to the math. Economic fallout is the main thing that's got to be figured out here. Yep. You can have a playoff. You can have you can figure out a way to satisfy most people uh, to uh, with a playoff format if you can get everybody safely back to work. But the uh, the economic fallout is really going to take, it's going to take a lot of minds to get that done. Yeah, agreed. Well, we always ask what we're looking forward to. I think what we're looking forward to is seeing where we stand next week with everything revolving the coronavirus. Well, listen, let me, I, I did tell you that what, when this all started, I think I told you, maybe I didn't, I, the, the interesting news that Corona, the company, <laughs> offered $15 million dollars to whoever names viruses and names these things to change the name to Bud Light. I didn't hear that. That's... And they said no. <laughs> so there was a, for everybody listening that didn't know, there was a $15 million offer on the table to change the name of the virus from Corona <laughs> to Bud Light. And that is, that is fact. That's not, wow. it's not a spoof or a joke that, that really, that really, really happened, happened eh? so I, I just found that interesting so i as much as i like it on a personal note this is the last time i'm going to watch breaking bad i'm bored out of my mind there's no hockey on television there's no hockey in the local rinks i love breaking bad but this is my last time through i know how everything happens and i'm not doing it again got to find something else well Anyways, that's what we're looking forward to this coming week, uh, seeing where we stand with things. Uh, It's unfortunate because what we'd be looking forward to in this coming week is the, is, under normal circumstances, is the final, what, maybe six games or so of the regular Mm -hmm. season for for teams heading into the playoffs. Um, You remember last week when we were closing up, you said, what are we looking forward to this week? And I said, everything. And now there's nothing. Now there's nothing. So... Unfortunately, it's gone from that to uh, tooling our thumbs and waiting to see where where things stand next week. So, um, anyways, thank you all for joining. Uh, 
Make sure you head to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's War Room the Hockey Podcast, at War Room the Hockey Podcast, and at War Hockey, respectively. Make sure you like and follow. Uh, head to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Subscribe. Leave a rating and a review, preferably a five-star rating. Um, and share with family and friends. We uh, can't thank our listeners for continuing to tune in. The listeners are the driving force behind what we do. So, again, we can't thank you enough. Um, thank you for joining the studio this week. My pleasure. Nothing else to do. Yeah. And uh, I'm Evan Rauer. Uh, apologies for all that's going on. And uh, thank you for your patience. And I will see you all throughout the hockey community. Cheers. Cheers.